My name is Dr. Austin Tay, and you are listening to Psych Chat. A warm welcome to episode 40 of Psych Chat. My name is Dr. Austin Tay, and I am an organizational psychologist. In my podcast, I discuss workplace issues and offer tips for navigating the complex world of work. If this is your first time listening to this podcast, welcome. Please check out my other episodes. Do subscribe to my podcast to ensure you get all the new episodes. For those who are already subscribers, welcome back. Today's episode is the last one of the year, and I want to discuss workplace spirituality. Now, I will talk about what workplace spirituality means, why does cultivating it matter, what does research review about the benefits and best practices, how is it measured, can it go too far? To begin, let's clarify what we mean by spirituality at work. First and foremost, it's not just religion or mystical practices inserted in a corporate setting. Personal faith and religious communities can be part of someone's spirituality. But in organizations, workplace spirituality encompasses finding deeper meaning, purpose, and connection through our jobs. Ashmore and Duchong in 2000 defined workplace spirituality as recognizing employees have inner lives nourished by meaningful work within a community context. Based on further extensive research, key dimensions of a spiritual workplace include 1. Meaningful work. Feeling your role benefits others beyond just a paycheck. Seeing how it connects to a larger purpose. Number two, sense of community. Feeling cared for and connected to co-workers and collaborators. Number three, alignment of values. A match between your ethics and the organization's mission and principles. Number four, self-expression. Feeling free to reflect on your whole identity and practices like meditation that sustained you. Number five, inner development. Opportunities for personal and professional growth. So in essence, workplace spirituality is about nourishing people's inner lives and finding fulfillment through work that serves others. It's recognizing we have emotional and spiritual needs beyond just economic ones. Why does cultivating spirituality at work matter? 
An accumulating body of research reviews a wide range of benefits for individuals and organizations when workplace spirituality is thoughtfully implemented. For example, number one, increased employee health, well-being, and satisfaction. Multiple studies find the more spirituality people experience at work, the greater their job satisfaction, positive emotions, and sense of purpose. A study done in 2017 found the higher workplace spirituality, the better employees fit with the environment, predicting lower intention to quit. Number two, higher engagement, creativity. And ethical behavior. Feeling connected to a deeper mission inspires people to innovate and serve the greater good. A study done in 2019 found workplace spirituality increased motivation and job performance in Indonesian teachers. Number three. Reduced stress and burnout. A sense of spiritual fulfillment from work seems to increase resilience against demanding aspects of the job. A study done in 2020 found Malaysian nurses、uh, found workplace spirituality reduced emotional exhaustion. Number four, improved. Teamwork and collaboration. Bonds are built when people feel mutual care, trust, and a shared purpose. A study in 2022 confirmed this, where workplace spirituality increased knowledge sharing behaviors. Number five, enhanced organizational performance. Research in India showed spiritual workplaces had 16% higher growth in sales and 18% higher profit growth. Employees also showed more commitment and conscientiousness. For individuals, cultivating spirituality at work is about nurturing your whole self. For leaders. Is about unlocking human potential by providing meaning, connectedness, and room for personal growth. The benefit seems to arise from activities like supporting people's inner values, building community, and fostering self-expression. Clearly, workplace spirituality has wide range of advantages when applied. Effectively. Now let's dive deeper into the research on how leaders can cultivate it. Number one, leaders can foster meaningful work. The most essential element in is helping employees find meaning and purpose in their roles. So leaders can one connect work to a higher purpose, help people see how their work. Improves lives even in small ways. Remind them of the why. Number two, 
allow employee customization. People feel more meaning when work fits their skills and preferences. Provide autonomy in how tasks are done. Number three, set and communicate expectations clearly. Ambiguity drains meaning. Ensure people understand priorities and goals. Number four, highlight impact on others. Remind staff how their work helps clients, customers, and colleagues. Celebrate achievements, reflecting values. Number five, enable relationships. Meaning often arises from bonds built to collaborating on shared goals. So, as leaders, facilitate this. Now, studies confirm meaningfulness is a major predictor of workplace spirituality. For example, a paper in 2020 surveyed bank employees in India and found meaningful work strongly predicted their sense of spirituality on the job. So what else can a leader do? Promote community. Fostering care Mutually, inclusion and cooperation is also key. So leaders can, one, build a culture of trust and respect. Make this a stated priority, one that guides decisions. And model it very personally. Number two, encourage team bonding. Provide opportunities for social interactions during breaks or special events. Number three, provide communal spaces. Having an inviting space to interact cultivates community. Number four, develop rites and rituals. Community arises from shared experiences. Create team traditions and celebrations. Number five, collaborate on values involving all in the articulating guiding principles that facilitates inclusion. Now, research shows sense of community powerfully enables workplace spirituality. Um, a study done in 2020 showed that Malaysian media employees found this was the strongest predictor of experiencing spirituality at work. Leaders can also help to align organizational values. So ensuring an ethical, people-centered purpose is crucial. So what can a leader do? Number one, articulate core values. Clearly communicate guiding principles that benefit all stakeholders. Employees, clients, community and environment. Number two, make values explicit. Reference values on websites, job postings, walls and customer interactions. Number three, hire for values fit. Screen candidates for alignment with the culture. Onboard them thoroughly on values. Number four, reward values. Recognize those exemplifying the principles in big and small ways. Now, studies have confirmed values alignments facilitates workplace spirituality. A 2020 paper found it strongly predicted experiencing 
spirituality among Brazilian healthcare professionals. Leaders can also help to allow people to have self-expression, let people reflect their identities and sustaining their practices. Leaders can, one, loosen dress code, allow casual clothes or symbolic attire reflecting personality and beliefs. Two, customize spaces, encourage personalization of work areas with items like plants, art, or family photos. Three, accommodate practices, allow spiritual practices during breaks like prayer or meditation, and provide appropriate spaces. Number four, encourage authenticity, assure people it's safe to share their thoughts and be their true selves. Research has also shown self-expression helps satisfy spiritual needs. A study that was done in 2020 found that U.S. firefighters found workplace spiritual practices like yoga and meditation increased fitness and lower stress. Leaders can also offer inner development. That is, they need to support people's growth. For example, number one, providing training and conferences, invest in developing employees' professional abilities. Number two, offer career guidance, provide mentors and coaches to help people navigate career paths. Number three, allow sabbaticals, give long-term employees extended leave to pursue growth like volunteering, learning, or passion projects. Number four, assign stretch roles. Carefully move people into roles requiring new competencies for growth. Studies confirm inner development facilitates spirituality. For instance, a study done in 2022 of executives in Turkey found human resources practices promoting personal growth enhance their work spirituality. Leaders can also practice conscious leadership. So what can leaders do? Leaders can, one, serve others' needs, listen deeply, empathize and help people reach their potential, uplift others through selfless action. Two, build trust, be consistent, reliable and lead with transparency. Make safety and care for people your highest priority. Number three, model key values. Embody ethical behaviors, compassion, integrity, gratitude, humility. Because people look to leaders' example. Number four, align decisions to purpose. Reference the deeper why when making choices. And ensure it aligns with espoused values. Number five, take the long view. Make choices favoring long-term flourishing uh, of all rather than short-term self-interest. Again, research has confirmed conscious ethical leaders enable workplace spirituality. A study done in 2020 found that seven leadership created a culture where spirituality could flourish. We've spoken a lot about how leaders can foster workplace spirituality. Let us now look at how it can be measured. We can assess 
levels of workplace spirituality using validated measurement tools such as the Georgetown's Spirituality Inventory, the Spirituality and Spiritual Intelligence Scale, the Organizational Spirituality Values Scale. Then address any gaps revealed through policies like surveying employees' sense of meaning, community, values fit, and providing feedback sessions, holding focus groups to collect stories on spiritual experiences at work, both positive and negative, establishing organizational rituals, celebrating values, and reinforcing community, adding spiritual capital development matrix like trust social support, and purpose to existing HR dashboards. Regular evaluation ensures spirituality remains a priority and helps refine approaches. Research and common sense make a compelling case that thoughtfully cultivating this aspect creates healthier, high-performing organizations. People find meaning, connection and fulfillment in their work. These are indeed outcomes worth striving forward. So, can workplace spirituality go too far? Now, clearly there are complexities and cautions when trying to promote spirituality in the workplace that leaders must keep in mind. Firstly, it's crucial to accommodate diverse spiritual beliefs and avoid forcing one particular faith tradition on employees. Spiritual practices should be entirely optional. Coercion can backfire. Additionally, overly dogmatic cultures restricting constructive debate and dissent should be avoided as they can limit creativity, and innovation. The focus should be on inclusive ethical values and humanistic principles common across faiths. Furthermore, some employees are more spiritual than others by personality, so individual differences need to be respected. Spirituality should never be used as a cultural fitness test for hiring or promotion decisions. Leaders also need to recognize the risks of spiritual abuse, exploiting faith to enrich oneself, inappropriately positizing subordinates, or justifying unethical practices as God's will, any attempts to manipulate through faith have no place at work. Essentially, while research reveals abundant advantages, workplace spirituality efforts require nuance. Now, leaders must generate spirituality through their actions and not their words. It cannot be forced. But with skill, intention and wisdom, cultivating this aspect can create workplaces where all people can thrive and reach their full human potential. And that's an impact well worth striving for.
So let's recap the key insights on fostering spirituality at work. Number one, it's about meaning, community, self-expression, and purpose, not religion. Research demonstrates range of benefits like well-being, creativity, performance when done right. Strategies is about foster meaningful roles, promote community, align values, allow self-expression, provide inner develop- development. Conscious ethical leaders model qualities like integrity, compassion, which enable spirituality to flourish. Regular evaluation identifies gaps to target, but beware of spiritual coercion or abuse. With nuance and wisdom, workplace spirituality can unlock human potential for the greater good. I hope this episode has been useful to you. Please do send me an email if you have any questions or suggestions. You can send it to sitechat at omnicide.com or tweet to site underscore chat. You have been listening to Site Chat. This podcast is brought to you by Omnicide Consulting. We are a team of psychologists with a wealth of experience working with individuals, teams, and organizations in coaching, executive selection, assessment and development, career transitioning, and workplace intervention. Omnicide Consulting exists to solve the critical issues facing our clients, both large and small. Our approach is to tailor-make each service to meet the requirements of our clients. Our broad range of services and solutions helps individuals and organizations to facilitate change, achieve their vision, and optimize performance and productivity.